and welcome to Ridiculously Imperfect. I'm Emily. And I'm Kelsey. And we are here to share life stories while embracing our imperfections. Each episode, we dig deep into the highs and lows of life, tackling topics with authenticity and humor. Our stories are meant to be told, not buried. Join us in being ridiculously imperfect. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to Ridiculously Imperfect. I'm your host, Emily. I'm kidding, guys. I'm really sorry. Is that what you think I sound like? No, you can't talk yet, remember? <laughs> what? Oh my god. Welcome gosh. back, friends, to another episode of Ridiculously Imperfect. I'm really excited to be here with you today, and I want to say thank you for joining us again on another episode. And last week, if you haven't checked it out, we talked about infertility. So if you missed it, make sure you go back and listen. It's, I think, some really good stuff that hopefully you can apply and um, take something away. And it uh, it's a little deep, though, but I think overall it um, it just kind of opens Emily and I's heart to what, what we experience in infertility and all that. So on to today, though, I have my co-host here, <laughs> Brandon. Hello, my good sir. Yes, I'm so glad to have you. Thank you for co-hosting with me, because I couldn't do it on my own, that's for sure. And I couldn't do it on my own, so yeah. I'm glad we can be here to help each other, because this is going to be a very interesting episode. Very interesting. And being that we're hosting, we, we had to have guests. I feel like that's a no-brainer, right? So, Oh, yeah. We have two individuals in the room that are very near and dear to our hearts. Very close to us. I think everyone is probably going to know who they are. I think you might, but I'm going to go ahead and ask them to please introduce themselves. Tell us their favorite dessert. And, <laughs> That's a great um, way to introduce. I think I think we'll be able to yeah. really find out who yeah. they are right favorite off the dessert, bat. And then let's just do like favorite thing about your 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 spouse. This is going well. Yeah. Welcome, ladies. Welcome. Hello. Welcome. Hello. We're excited that you are having us on our podcast. Yes. We feel very honored. We You're do. Welcome. This is amazing. Oh, my gosh. Do you really think I sound like that? Nope. <laughs> I mean, one of our buddies has accused me of saying, chicken. Or is that what he does? Chicken. Was that you, Brandon? No, it was not Brandon. Oh. No. He no. will go unnamed. Okay. It's not Lord Voldemort. But okay. it's a dear friend. That's good. We don't we don't say his name. <laughs> <laughs> we don't say his name. Uh, Can't say that. Okay, so ahead, you want to go first. ahead? Yeah. Yeah. So my name is Kelsey. Welcome, Kelsey. Yeah. Hi, thank Kelsey. you for having me. Hi, Kelsey. <laughs> uh, and my favorite dessert is key lime pie. Oh. Here, here. Is that? Oh yeah, we can't name the brand, but. Yeah, one really good for mm. everyone. You can name the brand. Why do you think you can't, Mrs. Edwards? It's not Mrs. Edwards. Oh, it's just it? Edwards. Oh, is it just Edwards? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Mrs. You're, Edwards. you're thinking of like what is Mrs. it, Mrs. Fields? This is oh. uh, well. There's a high one. Is it Marie Cal Calendars? Col it's not Calendars. That is a brand too. I don't think she makes pies though. No, she, she makes pot pies. No, she <laughs> makes pies. Okay, well, since you guys are hosting, I'm going to look it up. There you go. Okay, sounds good. And then. We need all your questions answered, please. I, I don't. I already forgot. Oh, favorite thing the, the about third your thing spouse. was favorite thing about your spouse. Oh, <laughs> oh this is the most the important one. The real meat and potatoes question. <laughs> hmm. My favorite thing about my spouse. There's so many to choose from. Mm, yes, I know. Gosh, I hope so. I'm getting really worried with this answer. I love his punctuality, Ooh, his mm. full head of hair, uh -huh. and... <laughs> It's freshly cut, His too. It's just a wonderful personality. Mm. Mm. That's my That's favorite. Good. A couple of those are sarcastic. If when you she don't know with me. Punctuality, I was like, it's opposite day. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh I love gosh. everything about you. Mm. I do make an entrance. Those first two. Okay. Great. <laughs> And then our next guest. Um, I just want to say that Marie Calendars does make pies. Oh. Their thought and enjoy. Oh, I'm showing you guys. That's a good I just one. did a quick little Google, nice. like the kids say these days. Nice. And Edwards is one of the pies. 
Mm. that is the key lime pie. Edwards, that's the that is is Edwards your easy. favorite, or have you ever been somewhere where you had one that you were like, ooh, that's better? Oh well, like the like legit real ones in Florida. In Florida, yeah, yeah, those are amazing. I don't yeah. remember the name of the one place was my favorite. Philippi or mm-hmm. Felipe's or something. It was this yeah. little like hole in the wall mm-hmm. restaurant we found a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So in very good. Yeah. Was it Marco or was it? At? No, it was outside of Sarasota where we got engaged. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Aww. You romance you. Little kitty cat got water. engaged and took her out for some pie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Let's slow away with some pie. Okay, what was your name again, ma'am? Uh, I'm Emily. Oh, nice. Thanks for... Oh, my gosh. Hi, Hi Emily. Emily. Wow. <laughs> Thank Thank you I for feel that. So special, <laughs> warm yet yeah. robotic greeting. That was very nice. Oh, do you want us to do um, it? No, I'm good. Okay. So my favorite dessert. That's really hard because I don't really eat dessert anymore. But when I did, it would have been key lime pie, which yeah. I know is a shock. But I also love, love, love creme brulee. Mm. Mm. But yeah, I don't love choice. how the the crusty part, which it obviously has a technical name. Is it caramelized? Car- caramelized. Okay. Yeah. That part would always get stuck in my teeth, but that's one of the best parts. It's so oh, yeah. yummy. Mm-hmm. And then anytime you and I used to order it, um, mm-hmm. Mr. Sir, who's having me on his podcast yes, today. thank you for being here. Um, <laughs> he would steal the berries. Like, because at Jay Gilbert's, they give you like three or four berries. And I'd, you know, head to the bathroom and I'd come back and all the berries would be gone. Raspberries. Yes. Raspberries. Delicious. There'd be like two or three raspberries and a blueberry. And you would just take them all. So selfish. I didn't think you liked them, though. My fault. Yeah, well, I probably said I didn't just because I didn't want to be selfish, and then you ate them all. Then I got mad. So, such is marriage, right? <laughs> all right, those desserts tell so... us a lot about you. <laughs> and then on to your favorite part. There we go. About your spouse. My... Your spouse. <laughs> you can pass if you want. Uh, no, I, I want to try to go in the same vein as Kelsey. Oh, that was a great vein. Let's so, I love your bald head. Oh. I love how much you love your lawn and all the work you put into it. Thank you. And (laughs) I love your endless enthusiasm, even though it does drive me crazy sometimes. Mm. But you just, you have a zest for life that is hard to come by. Thank you. It's very nice of you. Yeah. So the first two were obviously a joke. Second one is very real. I don't know. Have you looked out the window? Uh, it's green. It is looking, it's looking very great. nice. Now we are still in April, so we can reassess this <laughs> come June. Hey, we're starting June real July. strong. But it's starting yeah, strong, man. Strong. It's I guess good. everyone starts strong, though, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's fine. Yeah, fair enough. So before we move further, should we explain to our guests or what's happening? We can explain, yeah. sure. Oh, what, what's yeah. happening today? So then when this episode is dropping, two days before is probably, is it two days before? Nope. Okay. The four days it's, before. No. Two days after. Two days after. Babe, it's the Tuesday before Mother's Day. Okay. Five days. Five days before a special day of the year. You know what? Math is my favorite subject. I don't even understand. But I'm just letting you keep going with this one, buddy. Golly, I mean, the golly. shovel's out, and it's really working right now. I'm getting fired. So there's a special day that happens on Sunday, and it's called Mother's Day. So today we're going to start diving into Mother's Day and we have some questions for our host about Mother's Day, a few different ones. And we just want to talk about the day overall, what that looks like and mothers with kids or without kids, just mothers of all types. So Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We're so, excited. Thanks good? for Anything having us. Yes. Yeah. No. So the Perfect. tables are turned and the men are taking over. Yep. Giving us the day off. Yes, so we get a, a week off or day or whatever we yeah. want to call it. And we're in the hot seat. From our podcast world. Yeah, so we I get... feel like we're in the hot seat. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least you haven't flubbed up on, you know, like, this is releasing two days after, four days before. Wait, Just keep days? everyone on their toes, you know? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yes. In all fairness, you didn't, real like, we didn't give you a calendar and, like, point okay. to it. That's fine. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> I don't know. That, would that be helpful? Have like a laser pointer for when you? When is Mother's Day this year? I should have asked that question. Uh, Mother's Day is May. Mm, let's see. Uh, I can, hold oh, on, hold on. May Brandon, 9th? Brandon's busting out his Ooh, phone. close. I was going to say May the 10th. 
May 8th. I, was just, oh, I thought it was the 8th. Because it's early this year. Yeah. Because this will come out on... May 8th. Awesome. May 3rd, then. Oh, perfect. So, five days, yeah. Yeah, so eight minus three. Listen, kids, get your pencils <laughs> out. <times> a jar. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I use pencil. You know, you got to erase two hey, times to get right the third. Being the host is stressful, okay? I know. Oh, uh, yeah. Got a sweating yet? Okay. Close. Sweaty palms? Sweaty he doesn't palms. look sweaty this time. Yeah. yeah. Pretty. Doing, I mean, doing pretty he's, good. You're, yeah. you're a pro now. Yeah. I agree. Well, the thing I was curious about is I never looked up... How did Mother's Day start? Because everybody, I think, thinks that it's a, you know, a holiday came up by the, you know, created by the government. It's actually not. <laughs> I never I thought never that. I don't know. <laughs> because it's on, it's on every calendar. That is true. I thought but the I just, same thing. I've never thought it's that. It's a U.S. US <laughs> yeah. holiday. Okay, sorry. I it didn't is. mean to laugh at mm, your insightful okay. moment. So, I'm glad you ladies don't know. So, I did a little research, just real quick and brief. Uh-huh. There was three women that were activists back in the 18, late 1890s, 1890s, early 1900. And they did a lot of great work through their churches. And then after holding several meetings and doing other things that were, you know, really put emphasis on women and activism and how much they do for their communities, for their homes. Uh, then at a church service, the second Sunday... In, uh, in May, it gained attention that someone said, said this should be Mother's Day. And then it gained more traction and the government finally acknowledged it. So that's kind of the brief history. Wow. I'm yeah. impressed. I learned something. I did too. Yeah. And it didn't take you 10 minutes. Nope. Plus, to explain to me. <laughs> He's a fast learner. I love it. You know, had to, I had to keep it brief. Okay, so, uh, so 1800s, and, and it became Medan. You have taught our listeners something, too. Just I'm a, sorry, your listeners. You've taught your listeners something yeah, as well. Yeah, you're the guest. Yeah. <laughs> this is our podcast episode. <laughs> episode, not, not the whole Ridiculously imperfecto. <laughs> Wait, what? Isn't that like a manly touch? No? Wait, I guess oh, because like Spanish? <laughs> All right, do you have a question for them? <laughs> How yeah. do you say imperfect well, uh, in Spanish? Imperfecto. But that would be the masculine, right? Yeah. That's what he was trying to do. Oh, he was oh, oh, trying to make okay. it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, my question for you ladies is how do you feel about Mother's Day? And what does it mean to you? Hmm. Mine's a little heavy. So do you want to go first? Sure. Or do you want me to go first? Should I down everybody first? And then, oh, that came out wrong. Should I, should I bring everyone down first? Not bring them down, but you should lower down the heavy, put it down with the heaviness and bring them up. And then Kelsey yeah. can yeah. Yeah. us okay. on a lighter note. Oh, sure. Bring okay. them on up. It's good. Okay. So the first however long we were together, um, I didn't really celebrate Mother's Day for obvious reasons because my mom was gone. And I didn't understand why it was held in such high esteem in his family. I just really didn't. And I probably was too insensitive about it. Um, and then as I become a mom, it obviously takes something new, like a new meaning to me. And it's great, but it's still really, really hard. Mm. And I mean, one of my favorite, it's actually one of my least favorite Mother's Days ever is the one that I really got to know you was when we saw that movie together. Um, That's that a Chelsea. really good intro to how I met my friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. But I was kind of worst... like, so I, had a, I had a profoundly terrible Mother's Day because I, and honestly, most of my Mother's Days have been more on the not so happy side. And I've been a mom for 13 plus years. So that just tells you how hard it is to lose your mom. And so I've had really good bad days. I've had bad, good Bad, really bad days I've had good ones with Mother's Day but so like what it means to me is honestly a lot of mixed emotions and a lot of like heaviness paired with excitement because I want my kids to celebrate me and their grandmas and you know the women and their all the women that they love in their lives but I also want them to acknowledge and grow up really empathetic to people that this might be a really hard day and this might be a day that holds a lot of weight and a lot of grief and that's okay that people mm -hmm. view Mother's Day like that because 
maybe there's women out there who never really wanted to be a mom and they didn't. And then they feel guilty on that day or society shames them or whatever. Mm. Or maybe they want just like long to be a mother and it never worked out. You know, same out, same ending result there. That it's just, it can be a really, really heavy day for a lot of people for a big variety of reasons. And then honestly, it was really hard for me when we were going through our infertility too. So Mm. That's why I said, like, most of them have probably been not so great since I've been a mom. Um, but some have been fabulous. So, it's just, it's a very mixed emotions, complicated day for me. And, and it's not for lack of your kids or your loved ones celebrating no. you, but for yeah. a um, experiences in your life. Right. That, yeah. Absolutely. Come That's yep. for sure how and I would point that. I don't know that in my life I had ever had that perspective until we became friends and you shared that and that was just very eye-opening and then i remember sarah gave a um sermon on one of the mother's days that um hit on that how it could be heavy and joyful and everything at the same time and i just i love that because it was such a great perspective um that in a joyous day and celebration there's we are can be also mourning for several different reasons Mm -hmm. So, um, I love that teaching. Yeah. Just empathy. Yeah. Throughout that day as well. So. Well, and and time has helped just time going by each mother's day that comes about, does it get a little bit easier to, to not have the, maybe the sadness emotion come through or does it just depend on that season of life? It really depends on that season of life. Like time, I do believe in that you are onto something there time is time you can credit with healing a lot of wounds right and i know Mm -hmm. it used to annoy me when people would say time heals all wounds well it's true i feel like time can be such a good friend to us in the moments that we are hurting but it's just seasonally too because not it's only a couple years ago oh i know what it was we were in marco island for a work trip and we didn't get to spend Mother's Day with the kids. And that hit me. Like, that was the rug being pulled out from under me that I didn't know was going to be so emotional. Um, I was fine with it going into it because I was like, meh, it's Mother's Day. Most of them have been kind of not so great. And then when we were there and we were alone and just not with the kids, it just, it really hit me hard. And that's weird because that was fairly recent. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's hard to say. Mm. But what about you? Yeah, Kelsey, what do you... So, for me... You're going to bring everybody up now. Okay, okay. I'm lifting up. I'm going to lift it up. Um, I'd say for me, it was just always about celebrating my mom and my grandma. And we always, I think, kind of got together or took them out to eat or something like that. Yeah. Um, And maybe got them a gift or something. Um, And then, (coughs) I think like a lot of things, becoming a mom yourself just gives you a whole different perspective on that a whole different amount of appreciation for the women and mothers that were in my life prior to oh yeah um and then just i don't know i it's another one of those days where i feel super thankful for my children and my husband and my family and just i like we like being together so i don't know i don't know if i have yeah do you have like a certain expectation of the day oh boy Mm. do you know what you're asking well i know expectations (laughs) i mean i'm just kidding (laughs) i don't know i mean you guys always do good the kids like to make breakfast usually or coffee and bring that in that's nice edible yeah they do a good job i mean i feel like charlie can cook now so usually pancakes and she likes to make these fancy yogurt parfaits (gasps) that's so cute in this little martini glass so that's been the past couple years fun <laughs> um and then we usually do church and yeah yeah and then usually so, it's and they usually and... have a gift or something yeah mm-hmm. so i don't know that i have any expectation at all i think i've as i've grown older and more wise i've learned to let go of some expectations yeah. so that i'm not disappointed not that my family would disappoint me but I think we can all, just as humans, be guilty of creating these expectations and ideals in our minds. And then when it doesn't go just as that, you can be disappointed. Right. That's good advice for anything mm-hmm. in life. Yeah, not just anything. Not just a holiday a celebration. or a celebration yeah. focused on you or, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So, because I, if you're so focused on that, you lose out on what is right in front of you. Right. So. Yeah, because I've heard you guys talk about the expectation factor on the, <laughs> on previous episodes. Not yeah. just one episode, multiple episodes. So. Well, it's, it's just pretty, nice to. Pretty important thing. I guess the only expectation would be just that somewhere along the lines, we see that you put a little thought into us in one way or the other. So if yeah, we just that. sent you guys away on a Cabo vacation every year for Mother's okay, Day. Okay, see now I... That would be fine. I think that sounds... I mean, we would probably struggle and suffer. No, just, but we would find a way to figure it through. Yeah. There we yeah. go. There we go, Jacob. See, it's if we just do that every year, then we're... we're okay. We're good. It's home run. Yeah, we cool. can do that. But that is hard because I feel like so many times you have point blank asked me what do you want to do for this day? Mm-hmm. And I know there's been so many times where I'm not helpful because I'm like, I don't know. Just, I want I want it to be a nice day. And then I do expect something. And then you're like, well, you said you didn't want anything. And I'm like, ah, what? <laughs> so- <laughs> I'm like, hold on. The reason I asked you is because I didn't want to do something. You because would then go, why did you do that? my previous mindset in, earlier in marriage was, it doesn't matter what I'm saying. You should hear my heart. And I shouldn't have to put in exact black and white what I want from you. But now that we're 14 years deep, I need to put in black and white what I want from you. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. And I'm going to get upset. And then you're going to be upset that I'm upset. That I'm upset that you're upset because you didn't understand that I was upset. (laughs) So then everybody's upset. And then the kids are like, what's going on? Yes, it's just wasted. It's it's all wasted effort. We love black and white, right? I need the black and white. Make it very clear. Yes, very clear. Yeah. So, I, I mean, expectations and just aligning or misaligning those and all of that. It's such a real thing. But for me, I told him, I think it was a couple years ago, I said, my biggest ask is that I don't want to cook. I don't want to clean. I just want to be. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. want to enjoy the day. Yeah. And you've always done such a killer job at that. And I know like when we've gotten together as a big family, Jacob will rally all the guys and be like, nope, the women aren't doing this. And I love that. But did he inherently know to say that? No, that was several years of us fighting about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally me say, you saying, what can I do for you? Because you seem to get upset. And then I'm like, I just don't want to do anything. And you're like, oh, that's easy. I could have been doing this the whole time. Yeah. You yeah. didn't tell me. It was something we had to work through because... Emily, you don't like surprises. No. So not only you don't like surprises, then you wouldn't tell me what you wanted. So it was like, I, I really don't know what to do here. <laughs> I'm screwed. This is a lose-lose situation yeah. for me. You're like, I'm going to live and learn go here. We're just going to go through the next several years, and I'm going to figure this. But so I would you, do something. But yeah, then it but would you be, wouldn't take big swings, and that's kind no. of what I thought you would do, even though I don't want to be really surprised, well, but I want to be kind of surprised. Big swings <laughs> includes a lot of time and usually more money than you probably would want to well, spend. Her, her and then it doesn't go well. It's like, okay, well. She's got this, like, we got to be like in the middle of the surprise. Like, it can't be That's like. That's why a, she tells me now. Hey. Yeah. It's got to be like a, hey. <laughs> surprise. See, he gets it. <laughs> I but think it can't that be a, is, the, hey, surprise. is the one thing. It's just not having, like, for somebody else to, to not have to be on. Yes. For me. Yeah. I just, I don't want to have to be on mm-hmm. it. Any space that you can create where I can do something for myself that maybe I wouldn't normally do or just to not have to be thinking about the normal everyday mm-hmm. things and rallying the kids and being on. Mm-hmm. That's a gift in itself. Yeah. Word. Okay. Yep. Cool. Great. So that kind of leads us to our next part of just talking about women in general. Mm-hmm. And, that we are we're and, women yes and how amazing you women are yes and that we are when too. when i think of you know men without women it just it doesn't work at all <laughs> that is very so, true really confused I'm, where this is okay, going just, yeah so i'm just no, blank they, they, i'm just keep it together it. right yes i mean 100 percent. so there was a oh, i wish i could remember the joke it was one of our kids told us about if women were gone, what would men do? It was like a silly joke. And it was... Oh, one of the like, kids said men would die. That's it. That's right. <laughs> that's they what said yeah, men one of would them die. answered. And I was like, that's really profound. <laughs> Very that simplistic so and I, profound. I forgot that's about it. that. Was it Knox or was it Beckett? I don't remember. I, I kind of think it was yeah. Beckett because it surprised us. that Because Knox is our deep thinker, but Beckett was like, men would die. Like, they, yep. they just couldn't just live. Flat out. They yeah. just would die. <laughs> yeah. nothing, nothing to live for. 
No, <laughs> men would just die. So, so you're talking about how codependent you two are on us. I, I would say, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. I would say yes to that. That's pretty black and white. Yep, yeah. she hit it right But I'm on just the thinking of a, of a world with just men, mm. right? And just not women included at all. Like, what would that... It'd that be, would be what terrible. Would that look like? It'd be boring. Well, we can give you our opinions because obviously we wouldn't <laughs> <We're> be here. <laughs> so. Okay, so then being that women are amazing and we're so glad to do life with them, especially you two, what what is some or what makes you amazing when it comes to we could start with um parenting. Like what gifts do you have that just come innate uh not just your kids, maybe you know, speak to the moms that are mothers of maybe someone else's kids or foster mm-hmm. kids or just mothering in general. Like, like what's your ability to be able to just automatically take that role and do that in such a powerful way? That's my question. I'm sorry. I was long. I but. feel like, and obviously I can't speak for the entire gender of women, but there's a lot of it that is just so inherent to us, which is weird because I was never good with babies. I feel like I've said this on every other episode, Um, And growing up, I didn't like babysitting and I just was not one to gravitate toward children. And I remember my oldest sister telling me like, when you have a baby, you'll just know what to do. And I was like, come on now. Like, I I don't even like holding babies, so I'm not going to know what to do. But it was just true. Like, it just all (laughs) snapped into place. And it's, it's also interesting, too, because you mentioned like all types of women in their walk of if they're a mother or not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe someone's listening to this and they are pretty triggered because they're not mm-hmm. a mom or they feel mm-hmm. like they should or whatever reason. And I had so many spiritual moms in my life mm-hmm. who never had kiddos that were so amazing in different ways and that they could pour into me in a way that was just beyond all really understanding. And and probably because they came from a perspective of like, this is where I'm at in life. Oh, my gosh. I honestly thought they were holding hands. And I was just like, what is happening <laughs> The guys, since they're running in the episode, they're sharing notes, and it just looked like Brandon reached over to hold your hand, and so I got a little distracted. (laughs) Okay, so they are not holding hands. They're sharing an iPhone with notes on it. Welcome to our show. (laughs) Yes. Um, But I just, I feel like that's just part of it. It's probably like that, but then another part of me feels like, and Kelsey and I have talked about this round and round off mic, how... Our roles in the household somehow like quantify 97% of what happens. And then you guys, like a vacation, for instance, like we have to do all the pre-planning and the food prep and the, the animals go here and this is what's happening with school and the homework and even the travel planning, like all these elements that we have to do. And you guys go, you get home, you pack a bag and you're like, I'm ready to go to the airport. Why is everyone else not ready? Like, that's the perfect example of women that, from my perspective, is that I'm doing all of these things. Maybe I'm the iceberg, like the big thing under the surface. But then you guys are the tip and you're like, hi, I'm ready. Why is no one else ready? Does that yep, I, remember, I remember that episode. <laughs> yeah, I remember that too. It all yeah. looks different though, right? Well, yeah, of course. Because that is 97%, but then the other side is there. we feel like we do... Not ninety. I wouldn't say ninety-seven. No, for sure that would be a bad mm-hmm. answer. But you know, doing other things, outdoor stuff. I mean, there's there's a give and take between all of the things. You do outdoor stuff. I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, please tell me. I seeded and fertilized last fall. Aww. I pick up sticks randomly when I'm outside. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting them <laughs> all track pick on up this. The toys on this landscape on his golf cart. <laughs> oh my gosh, she With picks my, up uh, sticks. Claw. Yeah, let's get this claw. <laughs> What is that? That reacher thing? Yes. Oh my gosh. I did not mean for that to sound like a dig to all men because that is not true. I just or know to you guys. Right. No, we 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 totally know what you mean and where you're yeah, coming from because sure. that's And then it it is like the majority of the time, but I was just talking with somebody today, I'm like, but then I also have to remind myself when I'm not there, they still function just fine. It doesn't go the way I would do things. So you mean we're still alive. But they're still alive. Yes. They still get to where the they need to go. The kids are alive and functioning. And they're fine. <laughs> yep. So. But you guys have another yes. level of care and multitasking oh, ability. Oh, that's the word I was looking for. Multitasking. I struggle with that with that uh, 
Adjective. I call it multitasking with love. Oh, yeah. I think multitasking is a verb. That is a so verb. So it can't be with love or it can be? You're just saying well, it's a verb. it doesn't describe something. It is something. Yeah. That's what you're saying. You guys it's are a doing. Mul- it's a Sorry, doing. Sorry, I was like verb. half was an action. Multitaskers <laughs> with love. Multitaskers <clears throat> with love. I was not good at Maybe. English But class. honestly, I feel like a big part of it is I didn't have a choice. Hmm. Like, I was just you know, thrust into motherhood as a 21 year old, which obviously that was our choice, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't going to do it. And I quickly learned if I don't do it, no one's going to do it. Mm -hmm. And so then there was a level of like possible resentment there for a while Mm -hmm. of just like, why am I doing all this stuff? And I think that's too, I mean, I bet that's natural for a lot because I remember Brandon, it was kind of that way too. And you saying like, you know, here we carried this child for, you know, the pregnancy or whatever, and then you birth them. Yeah. So you've already kind of created a connection. And he was used to be like, it took me a couple months to realize and like b- make that bond. Mm. Yeah, I struggle with um, that uh, in the beginning, and especially so, the first kid, because I'm like, yeah, all of a sudden here she is. And I'm, I feel like I got no history. Like, I just don't have it. I just don't have this connection yet. Like, it's my baby girl i love her to death but i'm like i feel like i don't know you <laughs> and i have you walk to around like what do i do yeah what do i do and like all these things are so new and like kelsey just like you know because of just what's innately in you yeah and what god has just blessed women with it's just there and and a guy has to like figure that out and that's what makes you guys so amazing mm-hmm. and how it just it happens and you just know and also, you've, you know, babysit when you're little and, you know, you helped around the house uh, doing other things with your mom, with your grandmother. And, like, those are things I never babysit. Not one time. Yeah. Never had any desire to do that. Never thought about having kids until I was probably, you know, in college and, like, oh, like, I really like this girl and, like, probably want to have a family. Mm-hmm. That was about as far as it went with kids. Want to have a family. Mm-hmm. Not, like... I know how to take care of a baby and right. I know to pack right. the diaper bag with all the right necessities, which took forever <laughs> to get right. Let's just be honest. Anyway. Well, there was at like, one point where he wrote out a list. Had to. <laughs> I remember finding it one time and oh he'd written gosh. a list for himself that he tucked in the pocket of the diaper bag. Okay, that's pretty cute. It was. Well, and then I told her, look, they make this diaper bag that actually has the list inside. It says for dad. <laughs> oh and you can, you can like erase oh, it and geez. then write new stuff on it. <laughs> that's oh, like yeah. brilliant anyway. and kind of sad at the same time yeah. Yeah. but you yes. used to babysit as a kid oh I loved it I mean I yeah. love kids though I'm a big kid so I was always doing it I mean I'd I'd be in like a community group and I'd have 20 kids by myself and just loved it loved every moment of it see and that a speaks a lot to just how you're raised mm-hmm. too yeah. and what you're around you know like you had you were in that you had that in your life mm-hmm. Brandon, like, you didn't have a lot of little kids in your life at all. All no. your cousins and everybody were older. Yeah. We were the youngest. Like, right. My sister and I were the little so kids. Just, you know, and then everybody else was, like, graduated college and, like, was starting a family. And yeah. I was, like, just getting out of high school. So, I think mm. your situation, all that, has a lot to play in that, too. As a yeah. More mm-hmm. so as a guy mm-hmm. than as um, a woman. But It's true. I was the youngest of... Almost the youngest of a lot of cousins, so. I guess no, but you still had some younger ones, same, though. My, I did have some younger ones. Because like, true. I was the absolute youngest of all my That's cousins. That's right. Yeah. On both sides, because yeah. it's the same side. And mine was just different because I, <laughs> okay, I just honey. didn't hang out. Once our family got to a certain size, it was weird. We just all kind of stopped gathering and hanging out, which is not usually what families do when they grow. They usually still see each other, and that just didn't happen with our family. Hmm. But as everybody, as the kids get older, too, and busier yeah. and more activities and sports, too, um, it's just harder for schedules to align. So yeah. And all living in different cities. I mean, yeah. everybody is kind of scattered. Spread out. So. Yeah. Well, just to your relationship point of how it took you a few months to get to know your child, I think that kind of goes into any relationship that, you know, essentially, if, if anyone had nine months ahead of me on a relationship, right? I can't start nine months in, mm-hmm. right? So being that, you know, you're pregnant or mm-hmm. any relationship in general, 
you're getting to know someone. If you're nine months ahead of me, there's, it, I'm just behind. It just takes a little time to catch up. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So I don't think yeah. that's a bad thing at all. I think that's just, just how relationships work. So the other relationship is other people in your lives, right? So you have uh, friends, you have acquaintances, you have grandparents, you have just loving figures, right? Because it takes a village to raise kids or, and you want to feel loved with the village around you also. Um, like what are, what are some things that those individuals could do to make your day better? Hmm. I think like now the community of women that we have so tight around us is it's like a lifeline. Yeah. (laughs) We have like a group text and it's literally a lifeline. And some days it's as simple as somebody just posting on there. Can you please pray for me? And not even sharing what it is you're struggling with. Um, whether it's a personal thing, you know, something about being, you know, motherhood or whatever, um, or your marriage, but it's just like a lifeline and people, you know, you have support praying for you or whatever it is, if you Mm. need somebody to come over. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's something that I had watched, you know, my mom kind of had close people like that and we had close neighbors and stuff. And so that's something that I always hoped prayed for dreamed of having and now um we do have that and first of all i think is a female to have friends like that is so important and something that i didn't really believe in until now mm-hmm. and then to have them not only as friends but then as friends who are mothers so we can share in that friends who are wives mm-hmm. we can share in that is just powerful it's Mm. uplifting and it's um encouraging that i'm not alone in it and i do have my little village to help in whatever way so and that is a huge gift and a huge blessing Mm -hmm. yep i love that i mean ditto (laughs) (laughs) next question all right because i am excitedly in that small village if i wasn't i'd hunt you down but you <laughs> and, and haunt you yes. and haunt you but maybe you she need went. like when you have a day for you that that just i feel like it's kind of a roller coaster roller coaster day right you you love it and then you kind of have sad emotions about just you know your mom and just other things with mother's day in general how how does someone approach that to like say something to you or do something for you if they wanted to love on you on that day Oh. Not specifically spouses, but oh, just in general. Is that what you were? Is that what you asked Kelsey too? Uh, no, confused. you were kind of stuck. Oh, so I'm okay. trying to. Give no, you I a wasn't stuck. Soft toss. But, okay. Whatever. Okay. You want to make sure. If you ever wanted, I answered the question wrong, and you <laughs> no. can totally read us so here. well no, that he, he just did. he felt like I couldn't she, possibly she add ditto, anything And I was like, okay, well, here's another no, question that I really want. I just was confused. Then you okay. said that because I was like, Sorry. well, did I mess up? Um, so if you ever want to turn my day around, it's super simple. Just give me a bouquet of diamonds. <laughs> just <laughs> it, you know, any color cut clarity, it's fine. Like. Is there a specific just, size? How just you wear take it? a you... handful of diamonds and throw them at my face. Like okay. that would be just firmly in snow. <laughs> I'm obviously it needs to be kidding. a bright, sunshiny day, <laughs> so they sparkle as yes. they fly. They sparkle. Hey, we were talking about Twilight it. yesterday. <laughs> yes. I was oh, just oh, oh, there it so is. I love those movies. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Jacob is obsessed with Twilight. True. Um, the music is just awesome. Oh my gosh! He, see, mm-hmm. he's going. He's on a roll mm-hmm. now, guys. We're gonna have to reel then him back the, in. The, yes. Okay. Then the Let's trees. See. The trees and the light coming and through when the yodels, trees. When he yodels up the mountain. Oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! It's so funny. Um, what? So your your question was. I want to make sure I heard it correctly. Okay. Your question was on if if a woman recognized that I was having a tough Mother's Day. What could they do to be supportive What's or helpful? What's the approach to hit someone who could potentially say something that would either? I mean, because being a mixed day for you, I would call yeah. it. Yeah. Like, what would you say to someone oh, like that? Acknowledgement. Mm. I see you. Mm. Yeah. I see that you're probably struggling today mm. or I'm sensing that you're struggling today. And I just want you to know, I love you. And if you want to talk about it, I'm here. And I don't care that it's Mother's Day. And if it pulls me away from my family for a little bit to just sit in one-on-one comfort with you. Mm. 
And a lot of people will not accept that because I know there's years I wouldn't have accepted that where people would recognize that, oh, or especially like the, so this is what you don't say. Oh, is this day hard for you because your mom's dead? No, I didn't, I didn't even think about that today. Thanks for bringing it up. No, of yeah. course it's hard. <laughs> Duh. So like, just, you know, keep a gentle heart and just know that someone might seem so put together. I mean, this could be on a day-to-day basis, not just Mother's Day. Someone could seem like everything is so put together, but they could be crumbling on the inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and we seriously, this has become a theme this season. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's better to say less than to say too much that you can't take back. Mm-hmm. So then just say, hey, it seems like you're hurting today. I'm here for you if you need it. Yeah. That's enough. Not a bouquet of diamonds. That was obviously a joke. But well, you just, can give her a bouquet of yes, diamonds. you can give me a bouquet of... Yeah. Would you do that someday? Maybe. <laughs> they make a lovely man-made Maybe. product called cubic, cubic zirconia. zirconia. <laughs> yes. I won't know the difference. We, so we can arrange life, that. Happy life. <laughs> but yeah, I think just acknowledging it's just... When you're a human emotion is hurt and pain, right? And when someone acknowledges that and validates that for you, that's so huge because you can start getting all those like really terrible thoughts of like, I'm so messed up. I'm so broken. No one's ever going to love me. All these things are wrong with me. But the reality is you're feeling human emotions. We are human people. Like, of course, we're going to feel human emotions Mm -hmm. and hurt and loneliness and anger. Those are all part of them, Mm -hmm. right? So whether they're first or secondary emotions, you know, again, I'm Mm -hmm. not a therapist, but it's just, just acknowledging when people are hurting or if you know, like going into mother's day, like, Hey, one of my girlfriends just lost her mom this last year. Or one of my buddies lost his mom this last year. Send them a text that day Mm. Just say, Hey, Sunday might be really hard for you. It could even be Saturday or the Thursday before like, Hey, this weekend might be really hard for you, but just know I'm thinking of you. Mm. Simple. You Mm -hmm. don't even have to like open wounds. You don't have to tell them how to feel. You're just saying, Hey, this might be hard and I'm, I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. Whatever that looks like. I mean, that would have mattered more to me than so many of the things that were said to me Mm. through the years. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you said buddies too, because I think it, you know, I never thought about that. It goes both ways. And then I also just had the thought, it, it could go the same for, you know, a parent who's lost a child and doesn't have their child oh, to be reaching absolutely. out to them yeah. um, would be just a huge gesture of love and right. care. So, yeah. And that's where I think a lot of people always get tripped up on. I have to give something tangible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like you and I were in a season of life where we genuinely could not afford it. Mm-hmm. It would be putting it on a credit card that we knew we couldn't pay off. We couldn't already pay for our groceries. And so a lot of times people really get stuck up on, oh, I can't send them flowers. I can't send them a meal. I can't send them that little Starbucks gift card. So I might as well do nothing. Like, don't, please don't ever have that frame of mind because honestly, the reality is you could easily afford all those things. But sometimes just your encouragement matters mm-hmm. more than anything anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of times when I've been in those spaces, I don't want to sit and talk with a friend. Like sometimes I've, I've even asked you, like I need, give me like an hour and come back and check on me mm-hmm. because that's my reality. And that's my response to grief. That's not the same. It's not a one size fits all, but I think that's just something too, that just for pe- people to keep in mind going into this coming Sunday, if you know someone who might potentially have a little bit of a rough day on Sunday, just reach out and love mm-hmm. just again, it, simple text simple if you want to send a gif or just a phone call like email facebook message whatever instagram Mm. snapchats that the kids are using no actually i feel like one of our nieces or nephews told us that was out i don't know i'm not i'm not down with that it was like taking over everything (sighs) instagram it's probably on in something new they all have their different (laughs) genres of people i would say and generations and oh yeah i feel like it was was like know that they know what that is a genre um, I would say kind of how you have different music type. You have different social media well, I type. know what well, it is. Oh, I don't yes, she wasn't asking for her. <laughs> I mean, the younger generation. She that. Probably. No, I feel like it was the college kiddos told us that Snapchat was out. I yep. seriously feel like we just had this conversation. Oh, because oh, wow. it's the TikTok. It's like high school. Which oh. we have such a big following. High school is Snapchat, yes. from what I understand. <laughs> college oh. is TikTok. And then older people is Facebook. Yes. And then yeah, middle that's, is yes, Instagram. We've been told, that, we've been told yeah. that a lot of times. So, any of our mm-hmm. listeners. 
or the listeners of this podcast just know like we we could make a little tree of demographic where you fall <laughs> based on your most used social media and this is based off of what our nieces and nephews have told us so it might not even be true very accurate information <laughs> okay so anyway did that answer your question i hope yeah Maybe. i love that yes yeah i, feel I love like that it and just yeah very good yeah people i i believe people always have a desire to be wanted well, of and course. Loved. And seen. And I think, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And I think doing that is, is awesome. I think the part that I struggle with is, is to know, right, that that person is struggling. Mm-hmm. So I could walk up to someone and be like, hey, I know this is a hard day for you. And I just don't know them, right? So that's why I want to know, like, what do you say when you don't know? Like you have a feeling like this might be a hard day and you want to say something or you no, just don't even know what kind of no day they're idea. having. I've met them twice. I see them, you know, at the restaurant or something for Mother's Day and I want to say happy Mother's Day. You like, could easily say, hey, happy Mother's Day. Great. And it could also be something like, hey, happy Mother's Day. I don't know what this day holds for you, but my wife has had a lot of really bad ones. So whatever your day looks like, just know like you are seen and you've got people around you. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that's the other element too, is when it just is so again, validating and reaffirming when I don't stand alone in that space of like, this is a really bittersweet day for me. And I would love at the end of my life for it to just be a super happy day. I honestly don't foresee that. I foresee I'm always going to be held in this tension of feeling like I'm a daughter who doesn't have a mom and feeling like I'm I'm a mom who has these amazing kids. Mm -hmm. It's this weird like tug of war. That is my life. And Mm. I've made peace with that a long time ago. But it's just one of those things where I love your lens of being concerned about how somebody feels about that day. But you also don't want to project on them either and be like, mm, my wife sure. hates this day. So, yeah. yeah. And so I think it's just, it's one of those things where, again, less is more. And then maybe just a happy Mother's Day is enough. Mm-hmm. But if you can tell somebody is like. Crying. Not okay. Very apparent outward. Yeah. Struggling. That's where yeah. make space for that emotion mm-hmm. because that's happening for, to them for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good All stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, the next thing we're uh, curious about is, as mothers, how much do you feel is just required of you on just a weekly basis that's really weighs on you? Oh, and, my gosh. And any, any that type seems of mothering. like an impossible question right. to answer. Everything, all the time, 24-7. <laughs> and any type of mothering, right? Yeah. Whether it's your kids, whether it's someone else's kids whether you don't have kids, just mothering in general, the younger generations of children. I mean, that's going to be tough because we only yeah. have the perspective of, that we have. But you had it before but, you had kids. Well, yeah, but I wasn't good around kids. You know that. Well, you still had to go through it. <laughs> you were probably good around kids. I can see that. I did love kids. I was kind of, I was like a little mommy from the time my baby brother was born. So, like, I was six. We're six years apart. And so he was like my live baby doll and I carried, I did everything. Like as soon as my mom wasn't feeding him, I'm like, here, let me burp him. And I like just took over. Mm. You're talking um, about Chase. Love Chase. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So how much younger is Shane? He's only two. Oh, oh, so you didn't have an opportunity mm-hmm. to like, yeah, mommy him because he, right. you were two. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a little scary. I do it scary. myself, Kelsey. do it myself. So, um, I, that just, it, it, that always came naturally to me. And then I had a ton of cousins. I was the oldest. So I had all of that growing up. And then I just loved it. I always wanted to be a mom. Like that was just something that was always within me. So, um, yeah, I forgot what your question was. I kind of did too. It was something oh, about, about effort, not effort, but what it requires of us. I mean, everything. I feel like our mind, our body, our yes. soul our energy, our livelihood, our body again, because now we have stretch marks. Um, my I'm bell, tired all the time. My bells look like boobs. My <laughs> daughter <laughs> told me one time Wait, that... Is that supposed to be flipped? Yeah, that was supposed yeah, to be flipped. I, I know. I'm going to correct myself here. <laughs> okay, but she was little. I mean, she was like probably two or three. And I'll never forget. And she's like, Mommy, 
your boobs look like bells. And I just busted out laughing. She's like, what happened? I'm like, I had you. You're what happened. Yep. And she just laughs and goes on. She has oh no my idea. Gosh, it was so cute. What it but, so funny. I mean, I do want to start by saying like being a mother, being a mom is an honor and it is a yes. huge gift and blessing. I would not change it for the world. Right. Um, but until you become a mom, you have no idea what you're getting into. And that's good and the good and the hard and all the things. But like mm-hmm. you could prepare and take all the classes and have everything ready and lined up. And every step of the way from baby to toddlerhood to every like, I still don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it changes all these seasons that our kids as they grow, go through. I am also constantly having to adapt and change and grow as Mm -hmm. an adult and as a parent. And I just think that's one of the really cool, I don't know, I guess it's a gift, but it's a humongous challenge. Um, And once you have that baby, your life is just forever changed. Yeah. And everything looks different. Everything feels different. Everything has a different weight to it because it's not just, nothing is just for you anymore. And I think as soon as we birth that child and we have that baby in our arms, it's like us against the world. I mean, (laughs) like that mama bear is just in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not like a, but I guess you, like this fighting spirit is born that gives you this, I don't know this strength to press on when you Mm -hmm. are exhausted and you just don't think you can go anymore and all these things that um i don't know or you really don't know how to explain because it's you're absolutely right like you are like this tenacity is born in you that you didn't know was there yeah about your kids but it's also about your family too Mm -hmm. and it's it's really, really tough because I remember this is only going to paint me as a psycho. I want to give a disclaimer here. But <laughs> when Danica was first born, I would like not sleep because I was watching her sleep. And I would get mad that Jacob wasn't awake as well watching her sleep. <laughs> because what if she stops breathing? Like, what if she chokes on air? Like, and you're not awake to see this? Like, that's that was also probably a lot of like issues with having her early and knowing nothing about babies. But no, first, just, first time parent, first time mom. Yeah. Oh, it, well, I mean, I did it with Knox too, and I was still working with him, and I just was tired as a dog. Like he, um, he actually slept really well. Two or three weeks old, he was sleeping through the night, which Danica was almost eleven months before she slept four or five hours straight. So it was just brutal. Um, but he, even then, I remember like constantly checking on him and sticking my finger in front of his nose to make yep. sure that he was still breathing. We did that, and I just mm. was like what is wrong with me? But Jacob wouldn't, didn't do stuff like that because he's like, the baby's fine. Like, the baby's fine. And I'm like, how are you so chill about this? Meet my level of crazy. <laughs> he's like, the baby needs rest. Let the yeah. baby sleep. I didn't wake As the do baby. I. I need to sleep also. Oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh. But I just, I always laugh like anytime I have a doctor's checkup or whatever and they're like, how would you say you are? Like, are you tired? And I'm like, yes. All the time. Yeah. They're like, oh, sir, you're not sleeping well? I said, no, it's not that. I'm a mom. I'm always tired. Like, there's, I don't imagine I will ever, like, as I leave this world and trot on up to heaven, I am not going to be like, I feel well rested. I just feel like being, becoming a mom has made me tired for life. And I don't mean that in a, I hate my life way. I mean that in a, I love that I now have this, like, burning to just always be concerned with my family and my kids, their well-being. Like, that's that's probably the most succinct way I could put it, is that it is an honor, like Kelsey mm-hmm. said. Like, it changed my life. It rocked my world, but in so many good ways. And so, I I kind of just embrace the tired now and the bags. Like, I'm thinking maybe we can get the bags under the eyes to be a look. Yeah. Like, maybe you can start putting eyeshadow down there instead of above your eyelid. Oh, it can be a trend. Yeah. And then it just, like, masks the bag. <laughs> and the gray hairs but you know that's just another it's thing but it. it's just one of the yeah it's it's kind of like when you a lot of people ask me like how did you knew your mom was going to pass away how did you navigate that and i'm like no amount of books or therapy could have prepared me for that 
when you get thrown in the fire, you find a way to put it out or you run. Mm. That's the reality. And that's what it was like to become a mom. Like, Mm -hmm. you figure it out. You just, you really do. And yes, I'm always exhausted. And yes, I'm always feeling like, oh, it's another thing. But it is, it's truly one of the greatest honors of my life. And I'm, Mm. I'm so lucky that I get to do that and that I, that I wanted to do that too, because there was a time in my life where I didn't think I wanted that for me. And I'm so, I like, of all the times I've been proven wrong, which is probably like only like three, if we're being honest. Uh, (laughs) I'm glad we got that straight. I just wanted to clear that up for anyone who was curious how many times Emily has been proven wrong. But I just, that was, that's seriously one of my most favorite I'm so glad I was proven wrong because I was scared of all of this for all the wrong reasons. And I'm so thankful that it panned out differently. Yeah. That's great. I love that. Yes. It's fantastic. So before we jump into our rapid fire questions, we just want to say thank you to you two and thank you to women for all you do. I mean, it is a long list of thank yous of the things you guys do day in and day out for either your kids, someone else's kids, just people in your life. Mm-hmm. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, the sacrifices. So thank you. Shout out to the women. It's yes. something that we don't really will ever truly know what that feels like. You know, and it's one thing I've thought about is like, if we could live in your shoes for just a week, in your minds. You would die. We would. I would pass on even doing that. <laughs> really? I'd like to try it. I really would. No, but just to see what, how their minds think, just the stuff I've heard Kelsey say, you know, like, like when you guys lay down to go to bed at night and you're like, you just need to have something that puts you in neutral mode. Otherwise there's like (laughs) 25 things flowing through of like tomorrow, the next day, five weeks from now. my old lady card games on my phone. Have you seen Mm -hmm. What Women Want? Seen that movie yet? Oh yeah, I have. Long time Yet? It's not a new movie. Well, my you know mom what? It's a saw chick that flick movie, that so some people don't watch. Was that, ni- was that 1990 oh something? Oh my god! No, but I love that movie. What you're talking about? Yeah. It get, I mean, it does. I mean, I don't know. You guys could say it's wrong, but it seems to be, I think, accurate of what pretty, pretty women think through all day and how you can't shut it off and go to neutral. Honestly, I couldn't give you my fair opinion because last time I saw that, I oh. was probably well, like just, so Obviously, he can hear the thoughts of women, yes. right? Yeah, and, he and they're just drives like, him crazy. They're just going next, 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 oh, like yeah. flying through things. And I'm just sitting there watching, thinking, "What? Wait, what did you say?" And that's what he does. He's like, <laughs> "Wait, what? What did you say? What? What happened?" While she's carrying on a conversation yeah, with him, I know. And these thirty other Thinking things are floating things. through. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's so oh, funny. Yeah. I couldn't do it. It's constant Rolodex. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't do it, but I want to experience it because I want to see what that's like. Jacob would sit in a corner in fetal position and just cry. <laughs> yeah. I'll ask Brandon how it went. Yes. There you, you go. Because I'll be in the fetal position and you're asking me, are you okay, bro? Oh I'll, be, I'll okay? be coddling you. Well, yeah. guys, yeah. thanks for having us. Yes. This was fun. This was fun. It was different for sure. I wasn't, I was a little cautious. Yeah. Maybe Cautiously optimistic. optimistically. Cautious. No, Cautiously like optimistic. I felt like yeah. we might have to re-record yeah, she was. She was being cautious oh, that no. she might have to That's flip okay. it around and they might have to host yeah. in the middle of the episode. No, we got Because this. it could go into meltdown mode. I really tried to show restraint. I really did. I'm I good your control button was you ladies was, did well was on pause again. That's part of what's the crazy town. You had your in my finger brain. over the button, but never pressed it. That never. was good. Never. Well, thank you for making us mothers. Yes, for joining us on that journey. Yeah, You're I'm glad You're we could be a part. Yep. <laughs> Same. Yes. Same. That part was very difficult. Oh, okay. It was, well, it was hard. So, since this is a family-friendly yeah. podcast, we're just going to move right along. <laughs> All right, rapid. We're going to go into rapid-fire rapid questions, yep. and okay. Brandon's going to ask the questions to uh, end out our our episode today. Okay. Okay. First question: Favorite historical woman? Mine's Rosa Parks. Mm-hmm. Good one. Boom. Mary, Mother of Jesus. Mm, really mm. good one. Both good. Do we get to say why? Or are you guys happy with our answers? Well, how rapid do you want to make them? Yeah. Well, they're rarely rapid. One sentence. Oh. Two. No. Three. Um, <laughs> you don't negotiate well with me, just so you know. <laughs> you went from zero to three, and I haven't even thrown a number out yet. So, <laughs> that was Mr. Negotiator. I mean, if we're doing rapid fire, it should just be say the name and we move on, right? No, but I, I want to say why. Oh, okay. Because she stood up for what she believed in, and I think all women should do that, regardless of 
your situation or the time you're living in. She did it at a time that was very not okay that she did it to society, but now she's very held in high esteem. Mm -hmm. And at the time, a lot of people treated her badly and she just stuck to her guns. And I love that message for women anywhere and especially young girls. If you Mm. believe in it, just hold tight to it and just Mm -hmm. dig your heels in. Yep. I love that. Would you like to explain yours? Well, I think often about Mary as a mother mm-hmm. because I cannot imagine being as young as she was, yeah. um, a virgin at that, and about to be married, and just now knowing just the weight of motherhood in general, mm-hmm. but then she also carrying the weight of the meaning of this child mm-hmm. and like what his life was going to be. I just... Um, like that song, Mary, did you know? Mm-hmm. I love that song at Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I just, as a mom myself, cannot imagine how yeah. she did mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But I am very thankful for her and um, that child that she raised. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Love it. Yeah. Whose was yours, Brandon? I'm trying to remember. Oh. <laughs> Well, while you remember, I'll do mine. It was like Julie Garner. No, no, that's no. an actress. It was, it was Princess, Princess Diana. Oh, that's it. <laughs> oh, that's I should have wrote close. it down. Yep. Go ahead. Okay. Mine is, I had the same problem. I was like, oh, crap. Which I know. Was I was it? really I having remember. a problem. Uh, Amelia Earhart. <laughs> and kind of goes in line with, I would say, both of yours. One more divine lane and the other one decision of doing something, I think, extraordinary. And how at the time she also made a decision to do something that women really didn't do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then made it such a big thing and just stuck to her guns and said, I have a dream and I'm going to do this. And she did it. So I love that. Love it. Yeah. I mean, uh, Princess Diana, I mean, you know, really had a heart to to just love and help people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she did. I mean, that's, you know, which is just the core of who a mother is a mother is what a mother is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and her work, you know, across the world is known, always will be known and was her passion. I mean, being royalty was just kind of like a secondary thing to her. It just mm-hmm. gave her the opportunities. Gave yeah. her the platform. Yeah. The platform. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. Yep. Uh, favorite actress, Emily. Yeah. So mine's Anna Kendrick. And now we're talking about Twilight again. <laughs> Here we so, go. Here so we guys, go. It's, just, it's funny though. We had, Jacob and I had a moment. Oh, probably because we rewatched Twilight with Danica. Mm-hmm. You and I genuinely forgot she was even in Twilight. I did. Because she has done such a wide breadth of work and especially like from her musicality to just raw acting skills. She's talented. Yes. She's a little like fireball she's so Mm -hmm. good but when we saw her in twilight originally i remember like hating her character and not long ago she like had a funny tweet that said something like oh i forgot i was in that movie (laughs) so it just made me laugh but i love her i think she's great she's good um i like reese witherspoon it's one of mine okay okay Mm -hmm. foster uh sophia bush Yep. Not a uh, shocker. The show One Tree Hill. I don't know. It's good. <laughs> Takes me back to the younger days when I had hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, when, yeah. when you could feel the wind it. Yeah, yeah, blow your hair back. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and mine is Julia Roberts. Yes. Good deal. Yeah, because you're uh, obsessed with all things Julia Roberts. Yes. Her smile and her hair, her spunkiness, all of that. Yeah. Oh, please cool. tell us what else you love about Julia Roberts. Well, nothing compares to my wife, but she seems <laughs> to be a pretty awesome You know what? I have a woman. really toothy mouth. Is that why you picked me? <laughs> okay, that didn't. That wasn't it. That's not. That's not the smile I was thinking of. Oh, sorry. No, not that one either. Your <laughs> Robert smile. All right, on to the next question. Yeah, I have uh, big teeth. Yes. Next one oh, is. They have great teeth, honey. I love them. Favorite woman singer. Oh, come back to me. Singer slash musician. Mm. Carrie Underwood is one of mine. Mm. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen. I'm still thinking. <laughs> I. Oh, I, I know mine. Sorry. 
Oh, good. I, I apologize. Kay. It took me a minute. Lady Gaga. She is mm. probably one of, well, no, she is my favorite female artist ever. And I went through a phase of really not loving her music because the whole little monsters vibe I didn't really dig. Mm. And then I saw her documentary and it just like blew my mind. And she is just amazing. She's an incredible human. So I love her music too. And I love her dance moves and her originality. Boom. Done. Mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. Foster? I'm still thinking. <laughs> okay. This is a hard one. There's there's a few that I really like. I would say the one that, that ties most to Lady Gaga is Gwen Stefani. Mm-hmm. I think she's really talented. I'm shocked you said that. I can think of two other artists that I thought you liked more. And who are they? I'm sh- I told you, there's a few. That's the oh, one that comes Katie to mind. Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. You've been a Tay-Tay, Tay-Tay. fan since the start. Yeah. And <laughs> and then Miley. I'd throw Miley in there, too. Oh, really? She's off the wall. Oh. Yeah. I'm really struggling with this question. Not so much of a rapid Maybe fire for me. Maybe you could pick some of those four extras. There. Yeah. Maybe Jacob's leftovers. <laughs> sloppy seconds, apparently. Mm. I'm kidding, ladies. You are not Jacob's sloppy seconds. In case Taylor or Katie yes. or Miley are ever listening to this, we love them podcast. All. They are, are they're all fabulous. Also, I'm taken too, so just put that out there. Oh my gosh! Very much. Wow, with your toothy wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so, sir. okay uh, we'll just go it. with Faith Hill. Oh, okay. Or Martina McBride. Well, I was thinking about Martina, too. I had to go with country, because that's oh, what I like to listen man. to the most, which Emily loves country. God, these... And the artists just keep flying, like Mariah Carey, Christmas Music, mm-hmm. Whitney Houston. Oh, no, Whitney's yeah. Celine Dion. I mean, it just... No, there's a ton, yeah. which is awesome that we have so many that Amazing we couldn't even decide. Women. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all for our rapid questions. Thank you again to our guest for joining. Thank you thank for you. having me and my us. boy Brandon up here on the mic tonight. And thank you to all of our followers that are still tuning in. We really appreciate the support. So make sure you check us out on our socials, on our website. And we'd love to hear from you. Please give us feedback, rate, review us. We really, yeah. really appreciate you. Please send yeah. in your stories. Yes. Our vacation stories. We're still gathering those? Uh, at the, by the time this airs, we will not be. Okay. No. Well, if but it happens... But any topics yeah. Uh, yeah. that oh, we want to talk about? You know what? Season two, we'll probably have vacation stories again. Yeah. So, oh, you know what? Sure. If you're listening to this the week of Mother's Day and you still have one, send it in. Keep the stories we'll flowing. Put it yep. on the docket. Don't any stop. story. Yeah. yeah, and if you want to be a yeah. guest, we would, we would love that. Reach out. Yep. Please do. Yeah. So, I think that's everything. So until next time, keep it ridiculously imperfect. Thanks for listening to Ridiculously Imperfect. You can find us on Facebook at Ridiculously Imperfect, on Instagram at Ridiculously Imperfect Podcast, or at RidiculouslyImperfect.com. This podcast is produced by Emily Eaton and Kelsey Foster. Our sound engineer is Isaac Moreno with Kingdom Come Studios. Until next time, keep keep it ridiculously ridiculously imperfect. imperfect.